Sight Loss Survey 2019. Findings from our survey of more than 900 people living with inherited sight loss. Research by Retina UK in partnership with Selfcoms. June 2019. Contents. Title and description, track one. Welcome from Retina UK's Chief Executive, track two. Introduction, track three. Summary of key findings, track four. About the respondents, track five. Types of sight loss, track six. Quality of life, track seven. Services and support, track eight. Clinical research, track nine. Attitudes towards Retina UK, track 10. And additional information, track 11. Track two. Welcome from our Chief Executive. Retina UK is the only UK charity dedicated solely to working for people affected by inherited sight loss. Our vision is a world where everyone with inherited sight loss is able to live a fulfilling life. To fulfil this vision, we have two objectives. One, stimulate and fund medical research to increase the understanding of inherited retinal conditions and accelerate the search for treatments for the future. And two, provide information and support to help people lead better lives today. We ensure no one with inherited sight loss need to feel alone. We are an organisation entirely focused on people living with inherited retinal dystrophies. To make the biggest difference for our community and fulfil our objectives, we needed to learn more about real-life experiences, challenges and expectations. Thank you to everyone who completed our survey. These findings will inform, influence and guide Retina UK to even better achieve our vision in the future. We are delighted to share this piece of insight with you and hope that it has the same benefits for you and or your organisation. Tina Houlihan, Chief Executive, Retina UK. www.retinauk.org.uk 01280 831 info at retinauk.org.uk Registered charity number 11153851 Track 3 Introduction Retina UK wanted to undertake a comprehensive survey of the experience of people with inherited sight loss. The aim was to better understand people's views and experiences and use this knowledge to guide future plans. This report draws together the findings of this survey. About the survey. Retina UK partnered with Selfcoms, a communications consultancy experienced in gathering actionable audience insight for charities and non-profits to conduct this survey. We identified the topics we wanted to know about most and designed a questionnaire that could be completed by anyone living with inherited sight loss or by their parent or guardian if they were aged under 18. We tested the draft questionnaire with people with sight loss to check that the questions and response options were appropriate and made changes based on their feedback. The questionnaire covered demographic information, sight loss condition, quality of life, access to and satisfaction with services and support, knowledge of the participation in clinical research, engagement with Retina UK. The questionnaire was made available for online completion and as a printed booklet. Field work took place between mid-March and early May 2019. Retina UK promoted the survey widely, including through its own communication channels and via health professionals and online communities. The charity provided volunteer assistance to those who may otherwise have struggled to complete the questionnaire. In total, received 924 responses.
Track 4. Summary of key findings. Most respondents, 84%, are registered as sight-impaired or severely sight-impaired. Three in four, 74%, have been diagnosed with RP, retinitis pigmentosa, and almost two-thirds, 61%, were diagnosed over 20 years ago. Around 15% know the gene implicated in their condition. Over half, 53%, say their sight loss has a severe or very severe impact on their quality of life. Two in three, 69%, say they're managing their sight loss well, compared with 27% who say they want to be able to manage it better. Those who say they're managing well are more likely to have engaged with the Retina UK. Loss of confidence, anxiety and stress are the biggest emotional or psychological impacts of sight loss. Only 8% say they've experienced no impact like these. Those who have engaged with the Retina UK are less likely to say they've experienced isolation or loneliness compared with those who have not engaged. Sight loss particularly impacts on mobility and getting around, leisure time and hobbies and social life. The experience of being diagnosed has improved over the past 20 years, but only around 1 in 5 are told about support available from Retina UK and this is not changing. Almost 2 in 3 respondents, 63%, receive ongoing care from an ophthalmologist and most, 77%, are satisfied with the care they receive. The most useful services are benefits advice, mobility training, access to work schemes and counselling. Benefits advice and counselling also appear on the list of services hardest to access, either because people don't know about them or because they are not available. Beyond formal services, respondents benefit from informal meetings with others affected by sight loss and support from other national sight loss charities. Respondents access a wide range of aids, but many would like to access more assistive technologies such as devices and apps. More than half, 58%, are aware of clinical research into their type of sight loss, and 20% have participated in research. Retina UK is the top source of research information, and awareness of research is much higher among those who have engaged with us, 65% compared with 48% of those who haven't engaged. Four in five, 81%, agree that, thanks to Retina UK, they are better informed about ongoing research. Respondents mostly agree Retina UK is approachable, trustworthy and ambitious on behalf of people with sight loss. They are less likely to agree people with sight loss have a big say in what Retina UK does. 80% rate our services as excellent or good. Track 5 About the respondents. Of the 924 individuals who responded, 92% completed the survey on their own behalf and 8% were the parent-guardian responding on behalf of a child under 18. Just over half identified as female, 54%, and just under half as male, 44%. 93% were white, 5% were from an Asian or mixed Asian background, and the remainder were from other ethnic backgrounds. The age range was as follows. Under 18, 4%. 18 to 25, 3%. 26 to 35, 4%. 36 to 45, 11%. 46 to 55, 20%. 56 to 65, 22%. 66 to 75, 21%. And over 75, 16%. 45% were retired. 18% in full-time employment and 16% not in paid work. Retired 45%, 
employed full-time 18%, not in paid work 16%, doing voluntary work 9%, employed part-time working 30 hours or less 8%, in full or part-time educational training 6%, self-employed part-time 3%, self-employed full-time 3%, other, please specify, 7%. Grouping respondents for analysis. We allocated respondents into pairs of groups based on their responses to four particular questions. We then use these groups to look for correlations between these questions and responses to other parts of the survey. Question, are you registered as severely sight impaired or sight impaired? 84% responded, yes I am registered as severely sight impaired or yes I am registered as sight impaired. Question, are you registered as severely sight impaired or sight impaired? 16% responded, no, my degree of sight loss does not meet the criteria, or no, I have chosen not to be registered. Question, how long ago were you diagnosed with your sight condition? 39% responded with one of, within the past 12 months, between one and five years ago, between five and 10 years ago, between 10 and 20 years ago. Question, how long ago were you diagnosed with your sight condition? 61% responded more than 20 years ago. Question, which of these statements best describes your current situation? 69% responded, I've had sight loss for some time. I know how to manage my sight loss and have support in place to help me live my life. Question, which of these statements best describes your current situation? 25% responded, I've had sight loss for some time. I want to manage my sight loss better but I'm not able to, or unsure how to, access the support I need. Question. Here are some ways people get involved with Retina UK. Which of them apply to you? 70% responded with one or more of, I access information and or support. I am a member. I belong to a local group. I donate or raise funds. I am a volunteer. I am a paid member of staff. Question. Here are some ways people get involved with Retina UK. Which of them apply to you? 30% responded with none of these. Please note these percentages do not add up to 100% as we've omitted the 6% of respondents who selected a third option to this question. I'm recently diagnosed and still adjusting to life with sight loss. Track 6 Types of sight loss Key findings Most respondents, 84%, are sight loss registered. 3 in 4, 74%, have been diagnosed with RP, retinitis pigmentosa. Almost two-thirds, 61%, were diagnosed over 20 years ago. Around 15% know the name of the gene or genetic variant implicated in their condition. 9% have no vision at all, and 7% have good overall vision. Sight loss registration. Most respondents, 84%, were either registered as sight-impaired, 19%, or severely sight-impaired, 65%. Of those not registered, 9% said their degree of sight loss did not meet the criteria for registration, and 6% said they had chosen not to be registered. Diagnosed condition. Almost 3 out of 4 respondents, 74%, had been diagnosed with RP, retinitis pigmentosa, The remaining 21% had a range of other conditions. The most frequently mentioned were Usher syndrome, 8%, and Stargardt disease, 2%. Classic retinitis pigmentosa, 74%. 
Usher syndrome, 8%. Stargardt disease, 2%. Cone rod dystrophy, 2%. Rod cone dystrophy, 2%. Choroideremia, 1%. Bardot beadle syndrome, 1%. Leber congenital amaurosis, 1%. Macular degeneration, 1%. And nystigmus, 1%. Genetic diagnosis. Just over 4 in 10, 41% of respondents, said they had received a genetic diagnosis for their sight condition. But analysis of the free text responses shows only 15% were able to provide the name of the gene or specific type of RP, which correlates to a specific gene. Of those who said they've received a genetic diagnosis, but didn't provide a recognisable gene, stroke, genetic disease type, a small number said they had forgotten it. Some said they had genetic testing but a specific gene had not been identified and some described an inheritance pattern. Quote, I had guessed I had RP because of my mum's severe sight loss but it was still a shock. I am lucky at the moment because it is only in poor light that I struggle but I know it's getting worse. Time since diagnosis. More than 6 in 10 respondents, 61%, were diagnosed over 20 years ago. Past 12 months, 2%. 1 to 5 years ago, 7%. 5 to 10 years ago, 10%. 10 to 20 years ago, 20%. And over 20 years ago, 61%. Those diagnosed more than 20 years ago were more likely to be sight loss registered compared with those diagnosed less than 20 years ago. 93% compared with 73%. Remaining vision. Respondents reported different degrees and types of remaining vision. Almost 1 in 10, 9%, had no vision at all, while 7% had good overall vision. Many of those who answered other said they had experienced loss of good vision only at night or only in one eye. No vision, 9%. Light perception, shadows only, 17%. Some useful central vision, 41%. Good central vision, 24%. Some useful peripheral vision, 16%. Good peripheral vision, 3%. Good overall vision, 7%. Other, 9%. Track 7. Quality of life, key findings. Over half of respondents, 53%, say their sight loss has a severe or very severe impact on their quality of life. Two in three, 69%, say they're managing their sight loss well, compared with 27%, who say they want to be able to manage it better. Those who say they're managing well are more likely to have engaged with Retina UK. Loss of confidence, anxiety and stress are the biggest emotional or psychological impacts of sight loss. Only 8% say they've experienced no impacts like these. Those who have engaged with Retina UK are less likely to say they've experienced isolation or loneliness compared with those who have not engaged. Sight loss particularly impacts on mobility and getting around, leisure time and hobbies, and social life. Overall impact on quality of life. Over half of respondents, 53%, said their sight loss had a severe or very severe impact on their quality of life. Those diagnosed over 20 years ago were almost twice as likely to say the impact on their quality of life was severe or very severe, compared with those diagnosed since, 64% compared with 34%. Those who are sight loss registered were also more likely to say their sight loss had a severe or very severe impact on their quality of life. 85% said this, compared with only 13% of those not registered.
Quote, Living with degenerative sight loss is relentlessly challenging. Ongoing emotional support and specialist counselling should be available at all stages. Managing the impact of sight loss. We ask respondents to choose between three statements reflecting how far they feel they are coping with their sight loss right now. 6% agreed, I am recently diagnosed and still adjusting to life with sight loss. 69% agreed, I've had sight loss for some time. I know how to manage my sight loss and have support in place to help me live my life. 25% agreed, I've had sight loss for some time. I want to manage my sight loss better but I'm not able to, or unsure how to, access the support I need. Two-thirds, 68%, of those who said they are managing well were diagnosed with sight loss more than 20 years ago, compared with only 57% of those who say they're not managing well. Those who say they're managing their sight loss well are more likely to have engaged with Retina UK, compared with those who say they are not managing well, 73% compared with 61%. Quote, My son has been amazing at coping with his diagnosis, very determined, enjoying his life and refuses to let it get him down. I am full of admiration for him. As his mum, I have not coped so well and I'm very worried about his future, especially around employment. Emotional and psychological impacts. We ask people about a range of emotional and psychological impacts resulting from their sight loss. The top five responses were loss of confidence, 72%. Anxiety, 71%, stress, 62%, fear, 54%, and anger, 44%. Only 8% said they'd experienced no emotional or psychological impacts. Quote, I am a very private person, but feel totally lost and unsupported and fearful for the future, for my career, my young family, and for my independence. People who have engaged with Retina UK were less likely to report isolation or loneliness compared with those who had not engaged. 33% of those who have engaged with Retina UK said they experienced isolation compared with 45% of those who have not engaged. 31% reported loneliness compared with 41% of those who have not engaged. Specific quality of life impacts. Respondents scored the extent to which their sight loss had affected particular areas of their lives on a scale from not at all to extremely. Ranked responses show the biggest impact people experience is connected with mobility and getting around, followed by leisure time and hobbies. Mobility and getting around affected to any degree, 97%. Impact is significant or extreme, 64%. Leisure time and hobbies affected to any degree, 94%. Impact is significant or extreme, 58%. Social life, affected to any degree, 91%. Impact is significant or extreme, 46%. Career and job, affected to any degree, 77%. Impact is significant or extreme, 47%. Day-to-day routines, Affected to any degree, 92%. Impact is significant or extreme, 33%. Falls or accidents, affected to any degree, 90%. Impact is significant or extreme, 30%. Communication, affected to any degree, 75%. Impact is significant or extreme, 29%. Relationships, affected to any degree, 71%. Impact is significant or extreme, 24%. Family life, affected to any degree, 73%.
Impact is significant or extreme, 22%. Education, affected to any degree, 55%. Impact is significant or extreme, 21%. Those who said they are not currently managing their sight loss well were more likely to score all of these impacts as high when compared with those who say they are managing well. The differences between these two groups are particularly marked when it comes to Social life. 66% of those not managing well say this is significantly or extremely affected, compared with 39% of those managing well. Day-to-day routines. 47% compared with 31%. Falls or accidents. 47% compared with 26%. Relationships. 41% compared with 20%. Education, 34% compared with 17%. Quote, Everyday tasks and routines have become much more of a challenge and most things require a lot more planning and time. Track 8 Services and support. Key findings. People's experience of receiving their diagnosis has improved over the past 20 years. Despite this, only around 1 in 5 are told about the support available from Retina UK, and this has not improved over time. Almost two in three respondents, 63%, have ongoing care from an ophthalmologist, and most, 77%, are satisfied with the care they receive. The most useful services for people with sight loss are benefits advice, mobility training, access to work schemes and counselling. Benefits advice and counselling also appear on the list of services hardest to access, either because people don't know about them or because they are not available. Support via informal meetings with others affected by sight loss and that provided by other national sight loss charities make the biggest positive difference. Respondents access a wide range of aids but many would like to access more assistive technologies such as devices and apps. The two main barriers are not knowing how to obtain these and cost. Diagnosis. People's experience of receiving their diagnosis appears to have improved over the past 20 years. The biggest positive changes are in the percentages of respondents being offered genetic counselling and in those feeling they are able to ask questions. However, most respondents are still not told about the support available from Retina UK and there is little sign that this has changed much over the past two decades. And while the proportion of people being offered emotional or psychological support has risen from 7% to 23%, it is still low overall. Quote, The specialist who diagnosed me offered no support or information. I hadn't even heard of RP. I was just told that I would eventually go blind. Respondent diagnosed over 20 years ago. Quote, I should have received counselling. I was just left to get on with things. It has taken me years to come to terms with it all. It's been a very difficult journey. I hope things are much better now and people are given greater support and understanding. Thinking back to your diagnosis, please select the relevant box for each statement. All respondents. I was given the opportunity to ask questions. More than 20 years ago, 53%. 10 to 20 years ago, 68%. 5 to 10 years ago, 82%. 1 to 5 years ago, 80%. Less than 1 year ago, 85%. The person given my diagnosis had a good knowledge of my condition. More than 20 years ago, 73%. 10 to 20 years ago, 78%. 5 to 10 years ago, 84%. 1 to 5 years ago, 80%. Less than 1 year ago, 85%. The person given the diagnosis understood how I might be feeling. 
more than 20 years ago, 43%, 10 to 20 years ago, 54%, 5 to 10 years ago, 59%, 1 to 5 years ago, 43%, less than 1 year ago, 61%. I was told about ongoing support available to me, more than 20 years ago, 29%, 10 to 20 years ago, 39%, 5 to 10 years ago, 41%, 1 to 5 years ago, 34%, less than 1 year ago, 46%. I was told about the support available from Retina UK, more than 20 years ago, 19%, 10 to 20 years ago, 23%, 5 to 10 years ago, 21%, 1 to 5 years ago, 22%, less than 1 year ago, 16%. I was offered emotional or psychological support, more than 20 years ago, 7%, 10 to 20 years ago, 10%, 5 to 10 years ago, 19%, 1 to 5 years ago, 8%, less than 1 year ago, 23%. I was offered genetic counselling, more than 20 years ago, 11%, 10 to 20 years ago, 22%, 5 to 10 years ago, 35%, 1 to 5 years ago, 49%, less than one year ago, 53%. Ongoing specialist eye care. Almost two in three respondents, 63%, receive ongoing care from an ophthalmologist, a specialist eye doctor. This rises to three in four, 74%, of those diagnosed within the last 20 years. Ongoing care from an ophthalmologist, 63%. No ongoing care from an ophthalmologist, 37%. Overall satisfaction with the care provided by ophthalmologists is fairly high at 77%. The proportion of respondents who said they were very or quite satisfied. Satisfaction is somewhat higher among those diagnosed more than 20 years ago. 80% compared with those diagnosed since then, 73%. In detail, very satisfied, 37%. Quite satisfied, 40%. Not very satisfied, 12%. Dissatisfied, 3%. No longer have appointments, 7%. Quote, I have seen a different doctor every single time I've had an appointment with ophthalmology. Feels like there is no continuity of care. Services for people with sight loss. We asked respondents about their take-up of services available to people with sight loss, from social services support to genetic counselling, and the extent to which these made a positive difference to their lives. We've ranked services according to the biggest positive difference they make, totalling very, plus some, positive difference scores, excluding respondents who haven't accessed this service. We also asked about the barriers that prevented respondents accessing these services. In many cases, the service specified was not one they needed or wanted. However, respondents also told us they were not aware of some of these services or that these services were not available to them. This is what they told us. Advice on claiming benefits. Access, 57%. Positive difference, 84%. Not aware or not available, 41%. Mobility training, accessed, 48%. Positive difference, 78%. Not aware or not available, 36%. Access to work scheme, accessed, 31%. Positive difference, 71%. Not aware or not available, 30%. Counselling, access, 17%. Positive difference, 61%. Not aware or not available, 46%.
Workplace occupational health support, access 26%, positive difference 58%, not aware or not available 51%, social services support, accessed 50%, positive difference 56%, not aware or not available 22%, iClinic support and signposting, ECLO, access 31%, positive difference 54%, not aware or not available, 52%. Genetic counselling, accessed, 29%. Positive difference, 42%. Not aware or not available, 25%. Genetic testing, accessed, 46%. Positive difference, 39%. Not aware or not available, 43%. Support to change careers, accessed, 12%. Positive difference, 33%. Not aware or not available, 28%. From this, it's possible to extract the top five services that respondents said they were unable to access, either because they didn't know about them or because they were not available. iClinic support and signposting, workplace occupational support, counselling, genetic testing, advice on claiming benefits. Two services, benefits advice and counselling, appear within both top five lists. Among the services making the biggest positive difference for those who access them and those that are hardest to access. Quote, it was only when I specifically asked several years later, having lost my driving licence, that I was registered. And even then nobody suggested a blue badge or referred me to support agencies. One issue with this is that hospital clinics only know about their own local services. Support from people and groups. As well as those statutory or more formal services, people with sight loss also access charity, community and peer support. We asked which of these sources of support people had accessed and which made the biggest difference. As before, positive difference is summed from the scores for very plus some positive difference and excludes respondents who haven't accessed this support. Other national sight loss charities accessed 65%, positive difference 71%. Informal meetings with others affected, accessed 49%, positive difference 71%. A local sight loss organisation, accessed 56%, positive difference 66%. Rentner UK staff or volunteers, accessed 57%, positive difference 58%. Online sight loss community, accessed 45%, positive difference 56%. Quote, I enjoy some social activities now, but with a friend as my guide and support, and enjoy attending clubs like Audio Book Club and being on committees of groups in my area. Respondents' reasons for not accessing these sources of support fell into two categories. They didn't need this or couldn't access this. Other national sight loss charities, I don't need this now, 22%. I can't access this, 13%. Informal meetings with others living with sight loss, I don't need this now, 30%. I can't access this, 22%. A local sight loss organisation, I don't need this now, 25%. I can't access this, 18%. Retina UK staff or volunteers, I don't need this now, 25%. I can't access this, 19%. Online sight loss community, I don't need this now, 28%. I can't access this, 27%. We provided space for people to comment on other kinds of support. 
Some said they would like to have access to supportive peer communities that felt more suitable to their particular situation. For example, people of a similar age to them or working in the same industry. Quote, I would like to talk to other people with RP within my age group. I feel quite isolated as I am unable to talk to people with the same condition. AIDS Equipment and Assistive Technologies Respondents access a wide range of AIDS equipment and assistive technologies to help them manage life with sight loss. The most popular were Cane, percentage usings 63%, Flashlight or Enhanced Illumination, percentage using 50%, Smartphone with Accessibility Features, percentage using 44%, Smart Home Device, Alexa, Google, etc., percentage using 33%, Tablet with accessibility features, percentage using 33%. We also asked which equipment or aids respondents would like to use, but don't currently. The top items were all tech devices or applications. Smart glasses, 30% would like to use this, followed by tablet with accessibility features, standalone reading device, both 21%, smart home device, 20%, and smartphone with accessibility features, 19%. Which of these types of aids, assistive technology or communication support do you use? All respondents. Kane, yes I use this, 63%. No, I don't need this, 30%. No, but I would like this, 7%. Flashlight or enhanced illumination? Yes, I use this, 50%. No, I don't need this, 38%. No, but I would like this, 13%. Smartphone with accessibility features? Yes, I use this 44%. No, I don't need this 37%. No, but I would like this 19%. Smart home device, Alexa, Google, etc. Yes, I use this 33%. No, I don't need this 47%. No, but I would like this 20%. Tablet with accessibility features. Yes, I use this 33%. No, I don't need this 46%. No, but I would like this 21%. Computer software to enlarge text. Yes, I use this 32%. No, I don't need this 51%. No, but I would like this 17%. Large print publications. Yes, I use this 30%. No, I don't need this 58%. No, but I would like this 12%. Talking appliances. Yes, I use this 29%. No, I don't need this 53%. No, but I would like this 18%. Computer software to read text aloud. Yes, I use this 24%. No, I don't need this 59%. No, but I would like this 18%. Standalone reading device. Yes, I use this 16%. No, I don't need this 63%. No, but I would like this 21%. Guide dog. Yes, I use this 13%. No, I don't need this 71%. No, but I would like this 15%. CCTV magnifier. Yes, I use this 13%. No, I don't need this 72%. No, but I would like this 16%. Braille. Yes, I use this 9%. No, I don't need this 80%. No, but I would like this 11%. Smart glasses. Yes, I use this, 4%. No, I don't need this, 67%. No, but I would like this, 30%.
While some of these items can be expensive, a lack of knowledge on how to get hold of them was given equal weight as the main barrier to access. Other barriers included not being aware of these aids or not feeling confident or skilled to use them. Don't know how to obtain, 42%. Too expensive, 41%. Did not know it existed, 28%. Not confident to use or lack of skills, 26%. Told it is not suitable or available, 11%. This suggests an information gap when it comes to knowing about the range of aids available, particularly tech devices and applications, and how these can be obtained. Track 9 Clinical research. Key findings. More than half, 58%, are aware of clinical research into their type of sight loss, and 20% have participated in research. Retina UK is the top source of research information. Awareness of research is much higher among those who have engaged with Retina UK compared with those who haven't. 65% compared with 48%. Quote, the main information I want to know is what research is being done to find a cure and whether I qualify for this. More than half of respondents, 58%, were aware of clinical trials or other ongoing research into their type of sight loss. Awareness of research was much higher among those who have engaged with Retina UK compared to those who haven't engaged, 65% compared with 48%. Retina UK was the top source of research information for respondents with almost two-thirds, 64%, of those who knew about research citing Retina UK as a source. We were twice as likely to be mentioned as the next highest score, ophthalmologists. Retina UK, 64%. Ophthalmologist, eye specialist, 32%. Online community, 17%. Web search, 17%. A charity or patient group, not Retina UK, 8%. In the media, 7%. Clinicaltrials.gov website, 5%. Word of mouth, 3%. UK Clinical Trials Gateway website, 3%. Optometrist, 2%. GP, 1%. Just over half of people, 57%, would like to participate in research a clinical trial or other kind of research, but haven't yet. A further 20% have participated in research and 22% say they do not want to. Quote, At 72, I do not need or expect support or benefit from ongoing research, but do hope it may be available to my daughter and granddaughter who have been diagnosed with RP. Track 10 Attitudes towards Retina UK Key Findings Many hear about us for the first time from a health professional, 24%. 7 in 10, 70%, have engaged with Retina UK in some way. Engagement is higher among those sight loss registered, diagnosed more than 20 years ago, diagnosed with RP and who say they're managing their sight loss well. Respondents mostly agree Retina UK is approachable, trustworthy and ambitious on behalf of people with sight loss. They are less likely to agree people with sight loss have a big say in what we do. Four in five, 81%, agree that thanks to Retina UK, they are better informed about ongoing research. 80% of people rate our services as excellent or good. Our newsletters achieve higher satisfaction and usage levels, followed by our website. Knowing about Retina UK. Many people hear about Retina UK for the first time from a health professional. 
This has changed little over the past 20 years and shows the ongoing importance of the health service workforce in ensuring people are aware of support from Retina UK. Quote, When I asked if I would go blind, was told they thought I would. They gave me a sheet of paper with a helpline number of Retina UK. They did help me. There has been a significant shift in the past 20 years from people relying on word of mouth to know about Retina UK to being able to find us through the internet. The top ways people first hear about us are from a healthcare professional, 24%, of which diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 26%, less than 20 years ago, 22%. Word of mouth, 21%, of which diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 26%. Less than 20 years ago, 13%. Internet search, 20%. Of which diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 11%. Less than 20 years ago, 34%. From another charity or support group, 10%. Of which diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 9%. Less than 20 years ago, 11%. In the media, 7%. Of which diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 7%. Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 7%. Not before this survey, 6%. Of which diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 7%. Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 5%. Engaging with Retina UK. 7 in 10, 70% of respondents said they had engaged with Retina UK in some way, through one or more of the following routes. Member, 50%. Access info and or support, 31%. Donate or raise funds, 30%. Belong to local group, 6%. Volunteer, 3%. Paid staff member, 0%. None of these, 30%. The following groups were more likely than others to have engaged with Retina UK. Respondents who are sight loss registered compared with those not registered, 71% compared with 65%. Respondents diagnosed more than 20 years ago, compared with those diagnosed since then, 73% compared with 66%. Respondents diagnosed with RP, retinitis pigmentosa, compared with those with other diagnosis, 75% compared with 57%. As we saw earlier, those who say they are currently managing their sight loss well are more likely to have engaged with Retin UK than those who say they are not managing well. 73% compared with 61%. Perceptions of Retina UK Respondents were mostly happy to agree that Retina UK behaves in line with its own values, that we're approachable, trustworthy and ambitious on behalf of people with sight loss. The exception is the statement, people with inherited sight loss have a big say about Retina UK does. Only 42% of respondents agreed with this, a much lower percentage than for the other three statements. However, only 5% of respondents actually disagreed with this statement. The remaining 51% were neutral. I would feel comfortable to get in touch with Retina UK. Agree, 75%. Neutral, 21%. Disagree, 4%. I trust Retina UK to do what it says it will do. Agree, 74%. Neutral, 25%. Disagree, 1%. Retina UK is ambitious on behalf of people affected by inherited sight loss. Agree 76%, neutral 22%, disagree 2%. People with inherited sight loss have a big say about what Retina UK does. Agree 42%, 
neutral 51%, disagree 5%. The difference we make. More than 8 in 10 respondents, 81%, agreed that, thanks to Retina UK, they are better informed about ongoing research. Agreement is higher among those who were diagnosed more than 20 years, compared to those diagnosed since then, 87% compared with 71%, and among those who are sight loss registered compared with those who are not, 82% compared with 77%. Almost half, 45%, agreed that Retina UK helps them have greater awareness of the support available to them. Agreement is higher among those who are sight loss registered, compared with those who are not, 46% compared with 37%. One in five, 20%, agreed that Retina UK helps them feel more confident in managing the challenges of sight loss. This is higher among those diagnosed within the past 20 years, compared with those diagnosed longer ago. 26% compared with 16%. Only 7% agreed that, thanks to Retina UK, they are more able to lead a fulfilling life. This is considerably lower than the others and may be due in part to the language used in the statement. A fulfilling life is perhaps too an abstract a concept for people to feel able to evaluate. I am better informed about ongoing research, 81%. I have greater awareness of the support available to me, 45%. I have more confidence in managing the challenges of sight loss, 20%. I am more able to lead a fulfilling life, 7%. Quote, just want to say thank you for all you do. Retina UK's information, support and services. Respondents who have used our information, support and services were very positive about these, 80%. 27% describing them as excellent and 53% as good. Only 3% said our services were not very or not at all good. The most accessed information support and services were our newsletters, website, helpline, information days and local groups. Quote, Retina UK gave me the best support after my diagnosis. The support, patience, empathy, kindness and understanding I received from helpline staff is one of the main reasons I came to terms with my diagnosis. Satisfaction levels from totalling very and quite satisfied were highest from our newsletters, website, annual conference, information days and helpline. Regular newsletters accessed 75%, satisfied 94%, website accessed 52%, satisfied 93%, annual conference accessed 16%, satisfied 89%. Information days accessed 24%, satisfied 88%. Helpline accessed 25%, satisfied 87%. Online support groups accessed 16%, satisfied 87%. Support with fundraising accessed 17%, satisfied 86%. Information for children and young people accessed 3%, satisfied 81%. Local groups, accessed 18%, satisfied 73%. Telephone befriending service, accessed 4%, satisfied 73%. People diagnosed within the past 20 years accessed Retina UK services differently from those diagnosed before that, showing a preference overall for online channels over face-to-face. Regular newsletters, diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 80%, 
Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 67%. Website. Diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 42%. Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 67%. Annual conference. Diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 20%. Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 11%. Online support groups. Diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 13%. Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 21%. Local groups. Diagnosed more than 20 years ago, 22%. Diagnosed less than 20 years ago, 13%. Information topics. Respondents wanted to hear more from Retina UK on treatment updates, research progress and managing life with sight loss. Updates on treatment, 77%. Updates on sight loss research funded by Retina UK, 68%. Opportunities to participate in sight loss research, 59%. Information on assistive technologies, 56%. Managing everyday life with sight loss, 52%. Information and support for my local area, 47%. Updates on relevant national health and social care policy and practice, 41%. Stories about other people living with sight loss, 32%. How can I continue to work or study, 25%. Ways to fundraise or donate to Retina UK, 17%. Opportunities to volunteer, 14%. Track 11. Report author Sarah Fitzgerald, Director Selfcoms. Data and findings are for Retina UK's use only, except with Retina UK's and the author's permission, Percentages throughout are rounded up to whole numbers. A full data set is available. Copyright Self Communications Limited and Retina UK 2019.